genre. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. Joining us on this Friday for one last time, our friend Craig Cohen, all the way from Vegas. Oh, Vegas. (laughs) Happy to be here again, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Today, we're knocking out Minute 75, which begins with Rocky holding his side, and it ends with Paulie joking around with Rocky in the meat house. Do they have any restaurants with us? Waiter sing opera in Vegas? <laughs> um, you know what? I, I don't think so. But if you go to the Palazzo in the Venetian, they have the uh, the canal. Oh, uh, yes. Kind of like, been there, and, too. And those – I've never been on there. But from what I understand, those you know canal uh, boat operators, they sing opera. Yes, I've, I've, I've heard them, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite restaurant in Vegas is is a French steakhouse. It's in Paris, the hotel. Okay. But it's not the one on the top of like the Eiffel Tower. It's, it's street level. It has like an outdoor area. It's okay. facing the street. It's, I don't want to pronounce the name of it. It's like Mon Ami Gabi or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. that. That might be my favorite restaurant in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I always say that if I was ever dying and I had one last meal, I would go have it there. They have the best steak and fries yeah. ever. I remember uh, my Slycast co-host Jeff Hewlett. Uh, we used to come to Vegas every year, uh, just you know, on vacation together. And uh, he 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 took his wife there uh, one night, oh. and they were like, just you know, they couldn't stop talking about how good of a meal that was. It's amazing. But we have a guy that we used to work with. He retired. Uh, his name was Scott, and he never liked anything in the world. He hated everything. He was going out to Las Vegas one time, and, and he I had just gone out, and he asked me, and he knows I had been there a bunch of times, and he's like, oh, where should I go to eat? I was like, you got to go to this place and eat. And he loved it. And I actually, he's he just went to Las Vegas like last week or something, and I saw his Facebook things, and they checked in at that restaurant. So they went back again. <laughs> but I, the very first time I went there with my current, my who's now my wife, we went there. We were dating at the time. We went to Las Vegas, and I brought her to this restaurant, and she got – scallops right it's a french steakhouse mm-hmm. <laughs> and she got scallops and she was like i don't see what the th- big deal is it's not that great i'm like because you got <laughs> scallops out of steakhouse <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's the problem <laughs> so then, the next year we went back to las vegas and i and i took her back to place and i was like can you please get the steak this time the steak and fries it's they're like hand cut fries i said like, get the steak and fries and she got it, and she agreed that it was it was the best best meal ever. And I actually I had some wine. I was a little drunk, and the tables are like close together. And this, these four people came in. They said two couples. They sat like right next to us, and they were looking at the menu, talking about it. And I I leaned over and I was like, "Listen, can I order for you guys?" <laughs> <laughs> because there's one particular because they have this. You have to get the steak and fries, and they have like different sauces. But there's one sauce that's this the best one. And I was like, can I order for you guys? And the guy was one guy was like, yeah, man. What? And I was like, just get this. Trust me, whatever. And two people at the table got it. And at the end of the, the when we were getting ready to leave, they they thanked me for <laughs> ordering for them because it was phenomenal, dude. It's it's a great place. So take now all we debt. have to do by the end of this minute is figure out a lunch place because we've already got breakfast at IHOP and dinner at either this uh, restaurant here in Vegas or at the Victor Cafe. So all we need is like a, a, a lunch place now. Mm. I mean, Maybe. a couple of weeks ago we did uh... – a scene at Pat's Steaks in Philly. Oh, we did go over that, yeah. 
some Philly cheesesteaks for lunch, anybody? Oh, goodness. <laughs> mm. They have In-N-Out Burger in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the... Uh, one of the big selling points coming out here was was In and Out Burger, which is still still very special every time, every time we go. And uh, you know they have the secret menu there. Secret menu. Yeah, there's stuff that's not on the menu. You know, you can get stuff animal style, which you know has their their special sauce. Um, mm. And then also, if you go to the drive through, or you can order a putt patty, which is just you know a one of their beef patties with no salt, and you can just you know it comes in a little paper wrapper, and you can give it to your dog. Really? So my my what? dogs love when we go to In and Out Burger because uh, when they when they see it coming in the door in that bag, they know that there's a, two pup patties in there waiting for them. Oh man, that's nice. great. good for them. Well, animal style for Craig, pups with pup patties for the kids. Yeah, <laughs> nice. It's very happy dogs you got there. All right, so here we are running. It's a very food heavy week. I'm I'm picking up a a vibe here. Well, hungry. my two favorite restaurants are one of them's in Las Vegas. The other one is is not the Victor Cafe, but it's Victor's Cafe. So we're all tied in. We're talking about the pancakes. I used to like the pancakes and back in the day. Okay. So Rocky's standing at the top of the steps, breathing very heavily. Holding his side. He's got some side pain. Oh, yeah, the side pain. That's, that is a a very common pain when you when you don't work out and then you work out. Mm-hmm. When you don't run and then you start running, it's the side pain is very common. He's a little limping a lot going back down the stairs. Oh, I'm sure he's now, is this another day you think, or do you think he went directly to go see Polly? I think it was the same day. Well, he's wearing the same clothes, but that doesn't apparently mean much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he went right from the run to the meat house. I could be wrong, but did you look up where the meat house is? I did. And where is it? Uh, Culver City Meat Company in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, wow. So this, wow. Uh, <laughs> Young's doing some really good acting here, pretending he's freezing. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess it has to be pretty cold in there to, to begin with, right? So I'm sure they keep it pretty uh, frigid in there. So Rocky, so he runs up the stairs. So this is why he's like going down the stairs so slow and agonizingly. Because now he's like, I just ran eight miles. I ran up all these stairs, and I got to go to Los Angeles to go to the. <laughs> Currently, uh, at in Vernon, California, mm. the old location of the Culver City Meat Company is now Skins Gentleman Club. Skins. So, was there actually a Pennsylvania Meat Packing Association? And there was not. Oh. The closest thing I could find was the Pennsylvania Association of Meat Processors. Mm. Okay. All right. Which I guess is the uh, the union for the meat workers in in Pennsylvania. Why why is the members of an association are in lowercase letters and Pennsylvania meat packing all the letters are capitalized? Is it must Pennsylvania meat packing must be the I don't know must be the name of the where he works? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh, meat is all in caps. So is packing in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but members of an association are not. Weird. Maybe like two different prop people worked on that sign. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no Pennsylvania Meatpacking Association. No, no, there's not. What does it mean? What is, is it like a union for the? I mean that that's what the Pennsylvania Association of Meat Processors is a union. So it's a meatpacking union. Yeah, I guess it's a union for. Is that the In and Out eat dog eating dog eater back there? <laughs> in and Out Burger, full belly of In and Out. They just they just scarf down some puff patties. 
if I can uh, quickly just go back to the to the museum. Um, <laughs> everything okay over there? Is, Having a knockdown, drag out doggy fight. Is he attacking you? <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, they all this oh, talk no, of Tuck Patty's got them all wound up. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, back to the museum real quick. The, the sun is coming up as as Rocky starts coming down the stairs, and I figured that <laughs> he muted. <laughs> I figured that the day of the week is Saturday. Is it fair to suggest that? He's still muted. He's, he must be. They, they, have to, they have to be being attacked by the dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> you want us to call nine one one? Let us know. We'll... Nah, yeah, I, saw, I saw you for more than thirty seconds. <laughs> I would call the Las Vegas PD, but they didn't hire me. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Forget them. I wonder if the answer to the day of the week lies in the paper that they're dropping off because. The Saturday paper is a different size than the Monday through Friday paper, right? Is that usually the Sunday paper, I would think? Yeah. But think about it. Well, okay, let's go back to the date with Adrian was wrapped up on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. The next day, Friday, Rocky goes to the gym and Mickey hands him the business card for Mr. Jurgens. Uh-huh. And from there, from the meeting with Mr. Jurgens, they go right to the press conference. Okay. And right from the press conference, they what finishes that? Oh, Mickey. Mickey comes to mm-hmm. to the apartment. Right from Mickey's visit to the apartment is the next day where Rocky downs the eggs. So it would be Saturday by my calculations. Mm-hmm. Unless unless didn't the, think, did the radio guy say what day it was? Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't you wouldn't really that. have a, a zoo style radio DJ right, on radio a show, Saturday right? Morning. Yeah, that's correct. Another another thing that leads me to believe is the downtown Philadelphia, even at five o'clock in the morning, would be bustling. Yeah, there's a lot of cars on the road, though, over here. Yeah, but this circle around that monument there, like that's that's a huge main at five. if, If he woke up at four, he ate the eggs. He stretched for seven seconds. And then how long does it take him to run eight miles? Even if you, you run, run a ten run a minute, four minute mile, that's for sure. Right. No. Right. So if you even if you run a if you run a ten minute mile, we're looking at an hour and plus. So it's yeah. It's it could five thirty. It could be. It could be. Yeah. There should be some. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention is when it shows when it shows that shot of Philadelphia, it's. I just want to point out like the the contrast between this area of Philly and every part of Philly that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Where the streets are littered with garbage and mm. everything, and this is like a like an arts, they're nice, yeah, uh, art center area of the city. Yeah, very a very cared for pe- uh, part of the city. Yeah, yeah. The uh, skyscrapers in the background. What is this guy? Are what you, is this? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I didn't look it up. You didn't look it up? <laughs> no. The statue in the middle of the uh, the circle there. Anybody from Philly, please weigh in on our Facebook listeners group. What is that statue by the Philadelphia Museum of Art? We don't have to wait for them to weigh in. We just Google it. On a little bit of uh, fan interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to join the listeners group. That's how you get them. It's actually the second. When I put in what statue was in front of, it's the White House and then Philadelphia Art Museum. It is the Washington Monument Fountain. It was commissioned designed by sculptor Rudolph C. M. Mering. The stack sculpture was dedicated in 1897 at the Green Street entrance, entrance to Fairmont Park. That's another cool. That was another cool shot when we were watching the movie on this on the on the steps of the stairs. 
because the screen was set with you know the city behind it so you actually saw the skyline as it as it existed when they filmed the movie versus the way it looked in uh you know the the mid 2000s so it was cool to see what buildings were there and what buildings weren't it was really neat oh yeah yeah oh cool well this is interesting it's a bronzing granite sculpture. It features a uniform George Washington mounted on a horse. Washington and his horse are poised on top of the fountain facing southeast down the Benjamin Franklin Parkway towards Philadelphia City Hall. The face of the sculpture was made from an impression of the former president while he was still alive. The body is actually of a Prussian general. Okay. All right. Moving so on. May, may or may not believe that is interesting, but I use the word interesting loosely there. Sure. Sure. To our history buffs out there, I'm sure they love that bit of it. To our George Washington fans, we hear you. So back to the meat house. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that was a fresh bottle that Pauly started with that morning? I do. I think he has one of those every day. <laughs> he always has a bottle in his pocket. Yeah. Well, it's early in the day, and that one's almost – he's almost done with it. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it is from the night before. Uh, do we know what kind of whiskey that is? is? Is it wild turkey? That was my guess. Hmm. It would have to be, right? You think? Uh, he he had the bottle of wild turkey in his pocket on the Thanksgiving scene too. After he chucks the turkey in the backyard. Real question is, whose clothes are dirty? A Rocky sweat uh, suit <laughs> or Paulie's meat packing jacket? Paulie is just disgusting. <laughs> he probably stinks. <laughs> Smelling of. A stale booze. What um? What size bottle? What is that bottle called? Fifth. That's maybe? A, like a, a a fifth. I don't know what a fifth refers. A fifth of a liter. I'm trying to see if if you can look at what a fifth of what the bottle looks like because this this bottle's pretty. There's something here. That could be a turkey. <laughs> yeah, I think it's wild turkey. What? So on that right there. Mm-hmm. me. Looks like a turkey. You look like a turkey. Anywho. Soraki says it stinks in here. We get a little bit of a playful side of Paulie as he's swinging the big sides of beef in uh, in Rocky's way. All right, get, let go of the wild turkey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? What do you, I'm sorry. What do we, yeah, I think it's I think it's Paulie like in his element. It's 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 a it's a time where he's sort of completely comfortable in that environment where Rocky obviously isn't, especially if he's just run you know upwards of eight miles and now. He's in this meat packing uh, place where he's going to, you know, do some serious damage to a side of beef. Um, It it is cool to see that playful side of Polly because we're so used to seeing like the angry Polly. Right, right. Also, keep in mind, though, that if he if this is a fresh, he's probably drunk as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he around Adrian, he gets drunk, he gets angry in the meat house. He gets drunk. He's he's laughing. He's laughing his ass off. He's swinging his. Well, Adrian, it's probably, you know, toward the end of the day when he's going home and and he's he's starting to sober up a little bit, and you're at that stage where you're in between being drunk and sober, and you're you're just, no one's happy during that. His hands are all stiff from his arthritis. Yeah, working in the meat all day. Imagine a job where you could drink all day. Jay, do you know the feeling of going home and you're you're in a good mood, and then all of a sudden a woman makes you not in a good mood? <laughs> it's called every day. <laughs> This is supposed to be the, the moment where you plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not Jay. Not Jay. No, it's like a, a daily therapy session. <laughs> there's, there's always always something on this show. But Luckily, she doesn't listen. 
My God. <laughs> Be in big trouble. But we want listeners. Not that one. <laughs> yeah, Rocky says the place is like an animal morgue. You know what I've always found amazing about the uh, the meatpacking scenes mm-hmm. is that there are people that probably ate some of that meat that have no idea that it was featured in a, a major motion picture. <laughs> right. Yeah. And touched by. <laughs> yeah. By touched Bert by Burt Young and punched yeah. by Stallone. And there's no way to know. Yeah, nope. So odds are, if you ate a steak that year, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Culver and, City, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> in L.A., that's right. Culver City Meat Company. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Do you guys remember when they put out those Rocky action figures a couple of years ago? And there was actually an accessory you could buy that was side of beef. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> side of beef yeah if you haven't seen it just google it it's so funny you know it'd be like you know you get rocky you get paulie you get don't tell me twice (laughs) don't tell jay to google anything (laughs) i i've googled about 600 things today alone they uh yeah if nowadays in a movie if there's something that they can make an action figure out of they will or a toy out of they will yeah and sometimes they'll they'll Put something in movie just so they can make it an action figure. Yeah. Well, the Star Wars movies are notorious for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can get the side of beef on Amazon. We for got it. Two bucks. <laughs> and he's in his he's in his sweats with with the blue with the towel. blue towel action figure, and he's punching side of beef. And the action figure has the short sleeve sweatshirt over the long sleeve. And it says sweat. Italian stallion on the back. Chuck Taylor's. Look at that, that that is a spot on representation of the character oh i'm actually i'm looking at the individual the side of beef being sold by itself and it looks like it comes with paulie's bloodied coat does it there's there's a shot on google where it's the action figure rocky punching the side of beef so there's multiple <laughs> sides of beef action <laughs> figures <laughs> oh goodness these are some cool action figures now you got jay on a rocky action figure no it's got almost so let's move on the closing part of this minute has Paulie saying, if you don't pay Gazzo, you end up on the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's making an allusion to, you know, if you don't pay the loan shark, that you're going to end up like the guy from Goodfellas hung up in a meat locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why? Th- like, nobody's talking about Gazzo. Why did he bring that up? I I, I don't know. I think it's Maybe just something it he just. Earlier part of their conversation. That we didn't see before they walked in. Is he still on Rocky to, to get him a job with Gazzo? More importantly, there's only two Ivan Drago action figures in, in the training gear, in the white training gear, the white pants suit with the, the emblem on the front. There's only two left at $59.99. Uh, best way to spend 59 bucks. You don't want to live with regret. I know. <laughs> I'm going to go on tomorrow. Take that, you, take that however you want. <laughs> the regret of not buying it or the regret of buying it. <laughs> Think, think of uh, – take the view of the wife whose husband just spent that much money on a goddamn action figure. <laughs> she, she'll have the regret. <laughs> the husband might be like, yeah, I, I just landed a Drago action figure. <laughs> uh, if my if- – <laughs> I, I threw a, a Christmas tree over over our fence before because I was so angry because the lights didn't work on it. If she's like, if my wife's calling one of her friends and just complain about me, it's not going to be about an Ivan Drago action figure that I bought. There's a whole 
list of stuff that I've done just today. Just today alone, man. It actually might be a good investment because if you buy it and you keep it mint in box, and then when Creed Two comes out, and and if Ivan Drago is featured in that movie, the price of that might go up by what ten or fifteen more dollars, and you can flip it and make a nice return on your investment. Hmm. Well, there you go. Well, wow. speculating so, in the Rocky uh, action figure <laughs> market. <laughs> Just trying to get Jay out of his doghouse. He's in for buying a Drago action figure. <laughs> so well, we've, we, she's she's made some purchases that uh, you know are questionable. I saw the debit card. She put a salad the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing a four dollar salad to a sixty dollar Ivan Drago action figure from Chick Fil A. Come on, right. she could have easily spent ten bucks at McDonald's and at least it sounds healthy. So. In the script, the first part of this scene takes place in the shipping office between Polly and Rocky. Polly asks Rocky, how are you feeling? Rocky says, tight. Polly offers him some whiskey. Rocky says, no. Then it says, Rocky notices two Puerto Ricans lounging alongside the shipping office. In the script, they constantly make these statements <laughs> to people's races. It's, it's crazy. It's a different time in the 70s. Yeah. Polly tells the Puerto Ricans, this is the guy who's fighting Apollo Creed. It says, Jose, with a heavy accent. Good luck. Kill him, man. <laughs> and Paulie gets Paulie and the Puerto Ricans do a hip, hip, hooray cheer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, that's it. Rock will be coming by every morning to pick up some prime. Can't train on that store crap. And then they go into the freezer. Yeah, yeah, just a little uh, some Puerto Ricans making, <laughs> making an appearance. Right. It's a different time. Yep. Good old 70s. Uh, the scene is over. I don't really see a situation where it, this doesn't end with me buying an Ivan Drago action. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really see uh, any other way. Well, if you play your cards right, Christmas. Uh, I can't say Christmas is right around the corner because this, as of yep, Christmas already passed. This, you just yeah, like weeks ago. So you just pulled back the curtain on the wizard. We're not. <laughs> these aren't live. Do you guys, Craig? You want to take any more cracks at the bat? Rocky, anything Rocky related? No, um, just thank you for uh, for inviting me on, and I I look forward to coming back on when you guys tackle. I assume Rocky too. Yeah, man, I've been, we're looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, I mean, if if nobody's listening, we won't. But <laughs> if, we, if we have some followers, you know, people liking what we're doing, then yeah, we're going to continue. Right on. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, thank you for joining us. In case the people forgot from yesterday. Tell, yeah. them, tell them a little bit about the Slycast. Yeah, you can find us over uh, at the Slycast in your favorite podcast application or uh, on the web. And what we do is we cover uh, Stallone's entire career from the very beginning to his latest releases. And uh, right now, I, I believe the last episode we did was Demolition Man, and it's been quite a few months since we've recorded, but we're looking forward to getting together and talk. I believe the specialist is the next movie, uh, much to Mike Kunda's uh, chagrin. Um, <laughs> but if you haven't checked us out, we have, uh, we've covered, uh, all five of the uh, original Rocky movies, as well as all three Rambo movies prior to, you know, when Stallone revisited those characters, we've also done, uh, multiple episodes on Cobra and if you haven't listened to it, we did what I really feel is a, a really, really great episode on Rocky Five, where we really sort of, you know, sang that movie's praises when they don't really get sung 
quite as often as they probably should. And then we also did an episode dedicated to alternate versions, which included uh, Adelson's work print or director's cut, as well as a fan edit called the 80s Remix. So those are episodes that I'm really, really, uh, really proud of. And I, and I think uh, if you haven't listened to them yet, they're definitely worth checking out because um, I think they're they're really entertaining and uh, they, you know, they shine a light on a movie that probably a lot of people uh, look down on. Yeah, unfortunately, when you take on a, a project like covering Stallone's entire career, you get turkeys. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to go through some some extreme low points to hit those those mm-hmm. highs that he has. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for the Copland episode. That's one of my favorite movies. It is I can't wait to get there either. I think that was a a huge point in in Stallone's career. That unfortunately, what should have materialized didn't, and we we got a mm-hmm. glut of really really bad stuff after that. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the truth. I don't know what is. <laughs> well, we again are Rocky Minute on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Facebook listeners group is Mighty Mix. Mm-hmm. Duelinggenre.com. You can find us. Mm-hmm. The movies by minute shows there are Back to the Future Minute, The Cornetto Minute, again, where Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez are covering Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End, all Simon Pegg movies. Uh, Disney Animation Minute Essentials, Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, Harry Potter Minute, uh, which is, I think, should be into season two by the time this airs, Jay and Silent Bob Minute with our friends Jeff Ferry and Chris Durkach, Lord of the Rings Minute, Rocky Minute, oh, that's us, Spider-Man Minute, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, and Toy Story Minute. Plus, they have they have some original podcasts over there as well as short films written, directed, and produced by Scott Corelli. So go on and visit Dueling Genre. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff to check out over there. So like you were talking about a couple of days ago, Craig, about not having enough time for (laughs) for all the podcasts. (laughs) I mean, you could really, really waste a lot of time on DuelingGenre.com. I shouldn't say waste. I'll say uh, invest. Mm -hmm. Invest. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So again, Craig, thanks for joining us this week. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Excellent. And as far as everybody out there, enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week on Rocky Minute.